This is a 38 Medicine production. Girl. Girl, uh, what's good? What is the tea on this afternoon, evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world? Okay, three weeks from now, however you choose to okay. listen. yesterday, five minutes ago. So that's what we're doing. So that's what okay. we're doing. And yes. apparently in these streets, the streets is opening mm. back up. You know, we're in the DMV area. Last oh. week, they decided to open the floodgates of heaven, bitch. Oh, I'm I sorry, cannot. God, wait. Should I say that in the same sentence? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear the lightning? Which is a female dog. The okay. Lord will forgive you. Okay, because they say ass in the Bible. Anyway, they do. it is in the Bible. We're gonna talk. We're gonna mm-hmm. bring that back later in the episode. Matter of fact, speaking yes, of the, the, the Bible. Stay tuned. Stay mm-hmm, tuned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. is opening up. What is? What are we thinking about this? So yeah, last week nightclubs and other entertainment venues in DC. And for those of you who don't know, the DMV is the District of Columbia, Maryland, Maryland. and Virginia. Merlin. Mer- or Merlin, for those of you who are from Merlin, you know, stand up. But for, we're not going to the Department of Motor Vehicles for people who are not from the DMV. We're going right. to D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, for those of you who don't know. Mm-hmm. So the DMV opened up last week. Nightclubs, entertainment venues, all the places are open. And Bust it wide I, open. I don't know how I feel. And okay, let me let me say this. When COVID first hit... Of course, I was flabbergasted. I was like, WTF, what are we doing? For a long time, everybody thought it was about to be, you know, a two-minute thing, a two-week thing, and we're going to be back to work. Stop buying up all the ravioli, leave the toilet paper in Costco. <laughs> right, Y'all right, are doing right. too much. But then when it became a thing and we knew, okay, we're solidly on lockdown. I have to admit that as an introverted extrovert and someone who has a lot of anxiety and mild depression, I was not mad that I could not leave the house. <laughs> That was okay with me because then the pressure to have to go out and socialize and be at events and go to work was gone. And it was like, well, I I'm, I can't go out because going out could be the death of me. So let me stay in the house. So now that we're getting back to a place where the world is opening back up and it's like everyone is so hyped to be outside, I'm finding myself like overly enveloped with anxiety. And I, you will not see my black ass out in the streets <laughs> this week or probably next. Yeah. I'm just not here for it. So I'm vaccinated. Let me, let me say that. And that has Very taken good. my anxiety down like several thousand notches i'm not even gonna hold you like i went to a hookah bar now bitch i just knew somebody was blowing the covid Ooh. out in the hookah bar bitch i just knew yes i just Blow knew and drop. i knew i knew well because covid also has made us realize how motherfucking germy everything the fuck is like you don't even oh realize it like literally hookah is inhaling and blowing the smoke out in the air through your fucking nose through your mouth through your ears bitch and then it's like and the whole time first of all my throat was drying out because i don't smoke so i'm sitting there like a fucking square my friend's like, are you okay? My throat's drying out. That's why I was so hoarse last episode. All this shit, but I was just like in the back of my mind, like, but I feel comfortable because I'm not, like, I'm vaccinated. And while I do yes. think the government is wild as fuck for telling everybody, yes. you don't got to wear a mask, go outside, go outside. That shit's wild. I, I do definitely wear a mask mm-hmm. because I do think that it mm-hmm. is unfair to people who are not vaccinated, who are choosing to sit it out. Yeah. Because I, at first I was very, very hesitant to get the vaccine. So on the mm-hmm. You know, on the other hand, I do think that, you know, the government is kind of putting people's balls to the wall saying, like, get vaccinated or damn near die or like choose sudden death. Yeah, because because what's yeah. the other option if you're you know and, yeah. and the the mask were to stop people who had it from spreading it. So, yeah, 
And the reality is, is when you're vaccinated, you still technically can get COVID. It just keeps you from not dying exactly. and suffering. So, I mean, on one hand, I'm just like, okay, I guess I won't die. But on the other hand, like <laughs> when I see concerts or when I see oh, big no. ass venue or I see Atlanta clubs or like Mexico clubs. No. Ooh, I no. feel, I, ooh, I just be like. Won't whoa. catch me won't be there. No. So, so you're not I, hosting like, the clubs? Hell no. No. And I was really, I like socializing. I like going out. I like, you know, having a drink. I like getting a little schwasty face. It's what I call drunk. And, you know, I was kind of excited in a little bit of a way to be able to like see all my people again and hang out. But when I, when you think about like being in a small club and it's crowded and people are sweating on you and breathing on you and like, taste my drink. How does it taste? No, bitch, you might got the COVID. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not comfortable yet. And I just, I also just have to work myself back up to just socializing. I have social anxiety pretty bad and it's gotten worse in COVID because I had to go out last week and I had three events. I had a birthday party, something else, an interview, a documentary interview, and then uh, dinner with my girlfriends. And when I woke up that morning, I just remember feeling like my chest feeling heavy that I had to go to all these events and see all these people and go to all these places. And like, and it's just knowing that I had to talk to so many people. And it's because I've not had to do that consistently for a year. For a year okay, wait. So is it the social part or is it the, the like you being scared of getting COVID? It's both. But I definitely think that it's more of the social anxiety. I mean, really? I'm also, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm also definitely apprehensive about being out because I don't want to get COVID. I don't want to be around people, even as a vaccinated person, who might have COVID. Yeah. Because it just, it's it's become so synonymous with death yeah. and trauma. And I don't want to be around effects. that when I can be in my house. I can yeah. be naked with my bra over there, drinking my whatever, and not worried about nothing. But it's, it is definitely more more so a social anxiety thing because mm. it's working myself up to talk to people and answer questions. And then when I go out with people who are not people who are normal people, right? Like mm. people that aren't in entertainment and television and they are fans of the show. Then they want to ask me 50, 11, 17,000 questions about the show. And it's mm. like, can I just enjoy my suit, please? Can I just, can I swallow, can my esophagus enjoy the taste of this tequila as it goes slowly down into my stomach and I, and into my bloodstream so that I can get drunk and not think about you asking me all these motherfucking questions about the show. It's overwhelming to think about. And I would rather just be in my house. I mean, that's fair. I get it. Like, you don't want to, like, I'll never forget I was at this event. This bitch was like, Dooley is lemonade right now. Like, give me an entertainment report right now. I said, bitch, I don't. Oh my God. Like, bitch, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I, Beyonce's married to Jay-Z. Like, bitch, what? I don't. <laughs> it, like, when you put me on the spot, bitch, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I you know, I, I, oh get, I get it. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, so I, I understand, like, sometimes socializing. That gives me anxiety. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a people's person, and I'm, I'm definitely a person who enjoys my own individual space, but I am at a point yeah. that I'm just ready to go back outside. Like, I booked my birthday trip in yeah. November. Like, I'm ready to. Oh, hey. 
Yes, girl. The destination, you know, I'll tell you off the Where pod. Where y'all going? I'll tell you off the pod, bitch. It's going to be spectacular. But I got to <laughs> throw on these hoes. So just wait for it. Hold that thought. Oh, and by the way, I meant to tell you this too. One of my friends said that every time she listens to the podcast, you teach her a new word. So if I hear you say a word oh. that I don't fucking understand, bitch, it'll be our word of the pod. And you word will expand. Word of the pod. Word of the pod. And you will, I will stop you mid-sentence. You will have to yes. give the definition, bitch, because what was the last sure. one? Quelling. I Googled that shit. Oh, quell. You, when you yes. talked about not, you quell the situation so you don't let the husband yes. in your house. That shit. I was yep. like, I don't. Yes. You so, got to quell these hoes in these streets. See, that's Yeah, the, listen. Bitch, what, yes. what kind of score did you get on your SAT? Oh, I don't remember. Um, it was oh, good, I though. I do remember. I got, I got a six on the essay and i think isn't it like six isn't that the highest i don't know they it's changed six or seven. It. they changed it for the kids well, this now, was this but... was the old one this was this mm-hmm. not the first one this was the second one now it's different but i believe that the most you can get is it six whatever the highest is i got the highest yeah bitch and i believe my it. well thank you you know and you had to hand write that shit you have to hand write the essay come on literate bitches yes. Yes, Lit- yes. Yes. Come on. My literate bitches stand up. Yeah, no, I had to study Listen. hard, bitch. I was not that smart. Like, I studied well, really no. hard. Well, no. I had to study. My, I, I'm pretty sure that whatever my qualitative score was, my quant score was zero. It was four. Okay? I promise you. I could write you a mean, like, we just started my, my next class in my MBA program cohort sweet 16 cohort shout out to you guys Um, and we're doing a financial management class and our professor really nice guy really sweet um, dr brent and we were introducing ourselves and talking about you know who we were what we what we do and i remember saying in my little speech that listen i could write you a mean essay don't ask me to add subtract multiply or divide bitch because your answer is gonna be wrong be fucked up do you know first of all i chose communications purely based on the fact that there was no math involved so i thought and when i started working in news and producing and we had to like back count the time to be on time for the show i'd be in the booth like oh my god (laughs) bitch using fingers and everything because dead ass and then in radio when you have to be out by a certain time you're like Oh, bitch, counting the God. fucking fingers. So, newsflash, bitches, math rules everything math around you. everything. Okay? Yeah. Count so. your money. Get your shit right. Yep. Count Ooh, the time. As a business owner, listen. The, the, so, this class that I'm taking now is supposed to be trying to help me to understand the P&L statements that my accountant sends me. Shout out to Washington Accounting Services. Check them out. Tiffany Davis is the truth. Okay, um, and she be sending me these statements and I be like, bitch, what is this? What that mean? What what, what that mean? And I don't know. So hopefully after I finish Dr. Brent's class, I will have a better understanding of how to glean what the fuck is going on on my P&L. Yeah, and then I can send mine to you because I owe Maryland, um, the state of Maryland, a couple <gasps> of business reports. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, yeah. Okay. So I have a really, really big opinion on this next piece of mm. foolishness. Okay. Mm. And first of all, shout out to Cousin K. Michelle. Okay. Because K. Michelle is an icon. 
We love her. She is Black Girl Magic. She gave us all kinds of cut-up foolery shenanigans on the Love and the Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And and she sings. She sings her face off. Yodels, okay? bitch. Yodels. Yo. She sings. And she's doing a country album. I think she's in Nashville right now doing the mm-hmm, country. Mm-hmm. I love K. Michelle. But Cousin K, what in the actual fuck did you do to your face? Like, what did you do? And, okay, disclaimer. She looks good. Good okay? as fuck. That's she, what I was just going to say. Her doctor she, killed who it. Who did her nose? That nose. I need to know. It's pinched. Who did her lips? This chin implant? These cheeks? Who did it? Because she looks the fuck good. I will say that. You think the I, lips? I honestly. The lips, too? Yes! Look at the lips. Look at the difference. Her, her, her cupid's bow sits higher. She clearly has fillers in her lips. Clearly. <sighs> Oh, you're talking to the plastic surgery queen, honey. I know all the things. Okay. Okay. So let's I'm go down the list. list right now. Let's start at the forehead. Okay. So, so definite. So she probably has Botox in her forehead. You can't really tell because she's wearing a wig in the photo that everybody is going crazy over. So you can't really too much tell, mm-hmm. but I'm sure she has Botox in her forehead. Probably Botox like at the top and then all the way down to her eyebrows. She definitely got a full rhinoplasty. That is a new nose. Who this? I don't know you. Shut the fuck the new up. Nose. She definitely has filler or maybe like a more permanent silicone implant in her cheeks. She had something done. I forget what this is called, but the area between your nose and the top of your lip. She had something done there. I'm sure there's Botox there, but she's also had fillers put in her top lip and in her bottom lip. She has a chin implant and she did jaw reconstruction. For sure, this is what I know she did. So just looking at the photo, just, that's what I know. Okay, and 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 to play devil's advocate, you don't think that any of this could have possibly been makeup, a beat. Now, makeup does wonders because people think that I had my nose done and you see my face right now. I have nothing on. And I mean, my nose is regular, but when I when I put makeup on it, you can I contour it. my nose. I'm a contour queen. I contour my nose, my cheeks, my forehead. You can make things happen where they don't belong. But there's a there, makeup pointy. only goes so far. It's, it's like when you have really bad acne, mm-hmm. makeup is not going to fix that, honey. Texture. You got to go to mm-hmm. the derm. And get your stuff fixed. Shout out to my dermatologist, Dr. Fry. She's amazing. She got my face together when I was breaking out. A derm is going to be the one to fix that. Or a plastic surgeon. This is a mix of fillers and some under the knife stuff. This is a different part. Like, I li- I honestly thought that this was a different person. Like, not that no she, this was K. Michelle, you know, with, with some, some additives. I swore this was a different person. And I can't look at this pink panther, cutie patootie, <laughs> next to K. Michelle and find K. Michelle. I can't find her. She's not in there. I need to hear her speak. We need to call, get K on the line. I need to call her. Cause I need to, I need to FaceTime her and hear her speak from this mouth, from this new mouth. The only thing that I indicated to me was the eyes because when, okay. So when the picture was first posted, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, and then who I was that? like, K. Michelle, but, but let me also say this too, because you know, K. Michelle for the last several years has been being an advocate about plastic surgery and been getting a lot of reconstructive surgery to get her ass shots out because they fill you with right. any old thing. 
And Leaking. yep, mm-hmm. and and she had to like several surgeries because um, we had her at the radio station, and I mean, like, girl, she could barely sit down because all those surgeries. Like oh, she, wow. like even just the way she was moving, she was so stiff and sore wow. from the surgeries um, because she had had so wow. many done to get that shit removed. So it's a little yeah. beyond me to have seen her in that state and then think of her going to get her face redone. That's why I'm really mm-hmm. hoping that it's makeup or a great no. filter or something. Maya. My point is, is like, if you would have seen the way this this little woman was hunched over, you and Kate Michelle are about mm-hmm. the same size, except yeah. she has mm-hmm. bigger assets. But assets. like, yeah, she was just like literally hunched over, like barely could move. So to the mm-hmm. like, it's the audacity for me because I'm looking at these well, pictures and I'm like, I mean, and granted, she must have vetted her doctor. They did a fucking oh, amazing job. A one. Okay. A one. And I get mad because bitches don't like to share. Like we all know they everybody don't. be going to Doctor Miami and stuff, but like yeah. you know who who got some of the best plastic surgery in the game to me. You know whose Kim body K, is untouched? No. Rowland, no. Lala Anthony. Period. Ooh, hold on. Roll that back. I don't think Lala does. Lala looks stuffed and stuff like everybody else. No. Lala and Kim and Kelly have the same plastic surgeon. Kelly. My best friend and I. Kelly Rowland. What does she get done? They all have this. Her nose. Her nose. And her is she looks amazing. But her nose. Kim's nose. Lala's nose are all done and done amazing. Like I've been trying to get to Kelly to ask her who did their nose. And somebody told me, what is somebody said it was Dr. Orion, but I don't think that, that it's him. It's somebody else. Why do you assume and that they're all three the same? Because they look the same or you just know that the same they person look, did? They look similar and they're all friends. So, and friends in high places like that, of course they share plastic people. They share plastic surgeons. It's a, there, it's a, it's a whole breakdown that me and my girlfriend have done over the years <laughs> of like analyzing their photos because we're obsessed with like facial plastic surgery and people's before and afters. And I've talked about wanting to get things done to my face and to my body. So I've always been interested in this phenomenon of plastic surgery. And so, you know, when you're interested, you, you always do, you, if you're smart, you do your research. And in my research, I have discovered that those three celebrities have the same doctor. Okay, well, I know I, it to be true, but that's what I think. I thought you were definitely talking about bodies because Lala didn't like you know Lala had no ass, no no boobs, no she nothing, mm-hmm. and so I thought that's who you were talking about. But I didn't think about the nose. Can we have a real conversation since oh, yes. we're talking about plastic surgery? This is gonna piss people off, yes. but I stand by this shit. I believe it in my heart, and I know oh, niggas God. are gonna be mad. Are we all gonna oh. really discuss the fact that Beyonce got a BBL? Because I'm sick of it. Okay. I'm sick of it. I was talking about this with somebody recently, and I thought that she pushed out the twins. The twins made her thick. Dog, Beyonce got the the everybody body now. It's a little less obnoxious, but Beyonce has the blueprint body now. And Beyonce was a thick girl. Like, she made bootylicious because she got a little thicker. But look at the Adidas, the last, the the snow, the icy one. Yes. Look at the way her ass sat. Like, that is a BB. Because she's been eating cornbread that Miss Tina made in quarantine. See, y'all, the beehive is so goddamn delusional. Y'all can't have a a real conversation. I love Beyonce. I respect her. I love Absolutely. her as the icon that she is of our time. She's our Michael Jackson. She's our Diana Ross. Yes. I, I bow down to her. Yes. But I'm not in the beehive. I'm not a beehiver. Okay. But I'm just I'm just speaking on the things. I I don't think she's had it. I think that she just got thick from popping up Jay-Z's big old babies and eating Miss Tina's cornbread. 
dipped in Scrapple. Y'all are delusional. Like, y'all don't see. First of all, let's be very clear. I've always been an entertainment girl my whole life. And word on the street has always been. Beyonce was, matter of fact, the first first celebrity I ever heard of being the one to take the fat out of the stomach and put in your ass. Before we knew the name, I remember hearing on the street. Yes, I remember hearing Mm -hmm. on the street, well, you know, Beyonce got her fat out of her stomach. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's possible? Mm -hmm. Because Beyonce, first of all, Beyonce was the first bitch to really rock a real what lace wig, okay? What lace? That was Beyonce. Facts. Beyonce be the first bitch Facts. on the beat. So be clear. Mm-hmm. Beyonce clearly is a trendsetter in every way. And she also mm-hmm. got a BBL back then. I don't know. But she got one now. So when do you think, when did she get it done? Did she get it done before Blue Ivy or after? After. After, for sure. The twins BBL'd it. The twins. So by the time she was carrying the twins, she had the BBL, in your opinion? No. Well, after the twins. After the twins. I'm not sure, but okay. I... Because keep in mind, though, I'm not saying she didn't lose all that weight. I think she definitely did lose that yes. weight to do homecoming. Because here's the thing. It's one yes. thing to look snatched, but to be able to exercise right. and perform at that level for several hours, you have to be yes. in shape. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. I do think Beyonce lost a lot of that weight. But I, yes. I just don't think that that ass is sitting like that without a little plot. Like, no, Beyonce is 40 years old in, in what, September? Like, and again, mm-hmm. baddest bitch in the game. Never taking baddest anything... One. Love Beyonce, Beehive, don't come for me. I don't have time. Matthew Knowles mm-hmm. already got me cussed out. I don't want no more. Ah! I'm just saying that I feel like because people are so obsessed with Beyonce, like they can't see the BBL. Like yeah, the way them cheeks was sitting, I was like, it's Beyonce. Either way, she looks fucking great. I could never, bitch, on my on my best day. So I'm not coming for her. I'm just saying I'm that like that. people don't want to talk about it. They like to glance over when everybody's getting sucked and plucked and tucked. And it's fine. I'm sucked and plucked and tucked. I'm just saying. Listen, well, Beyonce, call me. Let me know what you got done. <laughs> First of all, here's the thing. What? I was going to say, you're doing the podcast with the wrong bitch because I done pissed off the Knowles Carter family like three times already. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk to her here. You better meet her at that a housewife. That was event. iconic and legendary and li- like really like made Leah's Lemonade pop even more than it was already popping. Um, so we are not mad at you for asking. And you were just asking the hard questions. You were doing the work of the Lord and the journalists. Okay. You know, you know? That's all you were doing. We're not mad. Just we're not mad at all. But no, I, I, I personally don't. I just think that she's thick and she's always talked about even when she was younger about how she's bigger she's always been bigger than most girls and she's always had to watch her weight and think about what she ate and exercise and it never just skinny just never came easy to her and I just believe that in her later years she's leaving the 30s and ushered into into her 40s and I've always heard that when you get into your 40s you really stop giving all the fucks and just live your life to the fullest and do you. I think that she's gotten to that point and in that she's just said this is my body. I have created three humans and pushed them out of the smallest hole in my body and I'm going to eat this cornbread and I'm going to drink this whole milk and I am going to live my best life. Okay? And y'all gonna get all this ass in Ivy Park. From my doctor. Um... (laughs) 
just I'm just saying like there's no fucking way I mean I love Beyonce think she works hard as hell but Beyonce was thick when being like pencil skinny was a thing so yes you struggled with your yes. weight when it was like being a size zero was important right. so zero. sure yes. you've always been curvaceous but like Beyonce yes. has always been like a sexy thick and don't get me wrong yeah. to maintain that look you do have to exercise and be disciplined no you know mm -hmm. no bullshit she be belly dancing with Shakira and shit I got it yes but no. Yes, yes. That Icy Park ass. But you know what else I don't think? I don't think it's fake. Because it's not perfect. It almost looks like a like a rectangle that has Stop. meat on it. The BF has to kill us. The BF. I'm not, that's not shade. That's not shade. It's not. The BBL butts be too perfect. Like, Do they? Like who, has a, a, who, who has a BBL that's like Cardi B? Cardi's butt is too perfect. Bitch, are you crazy? No, it's not. Uh, sorry. Yes, it is. It's too round. Are it's you crazy? Round. No. She's got the perfect hip and the no. perfect. Cardi B is botched in person. I went to a concert <laughs> and that bitch was shaking her ass. And I swear on my whole life, it looked like two asses when one jiggled. It was Shit. no stop. stop. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Like, everybody who was in the audience, I brought my homegirl. And we were like, whoa, her ass is something wrong. Like, Bacardi oh got God. ass shots, too, when she was coming up in she New did. York. When she was being a stripper. Yeah. So, like, that that silicone yeah. was free range of her ass. Yeah, it was siliconing. It was, it was, okay, Beyonce's butt is not perfect it looks like the butt of bitch oh my god your cousin who got a big booty that be eating cornbread no bitch my cousin that got a big booty look like me no i can't that's bbl i'm showing her a no, picture no it's not look yes, how it's okay we're looking at this picture of b and she's in something ivy, ivy park, park and it's like a thong um body it's suit. like a it's like a a bodysuit like a thong bodysuit and like but you see how it's flat on the inside and then it's like wider on the outside that bitch. that's not a, a bbl doesn't look like that a bbl is like a balloon like a balloon at full capacity no because that's not a because you know there's that's cornbread no because you know who else got a bbl that looks fucking and i can't stand this bitch who? summer walker that stupid hoe that bitch but her why don't you <laughs> Oh my God! See, I've been waiting. Get up, beat up, or you talking about Beyonce and calling Summer Walker stupid? I am Cardi not contributing to this Summer. You feed your baby leaves and handle your hip, business. See? I'm not involved. Okay, well let me just get my rant off because I've been talking about this on social media for weeks, and this bitch want to come back. I can't stand so Summer Walker. That's the one celebrity that, like, literally, if they begged me to do a fucking interview, I would pass. <gasps> I cannot stand what? her stupid ass. Oh, that's an Let's talk Why? about it. Let's yeah. talk about it. First. First of all, Summer okay, Walker Summer Walker pisses me off because we have several artists who literally put out music and disappear. Adele, Frank Ocean. Yeah. Motherfuckers yeah. revere their music and their talent so much that they're not mad about them disappearing. Bitch, if you're so goddamn socially awkward where you get up on stage, look like a dummy, don't sing, be walking off, acting awkward, people are paying their hard-ass fucking money to pay for you at these concerts and you coming off stage looking like a dummy. First. Second of all, when the bitch said you could feed a baby on 27 cents a day, bitch, you're insulting to mothers who yeah, can breastfeed. Wild. And on top yeah. of that, bitch, nobody gives a fuck what you're talking about. Third, now we get to her skinny ass baby with them little legs. Let's talk about oh it. No, I'm being oh dead ass. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being so fucking serious. Because then the bitch posts what she's feeding the damn baby, girl. Raw honey, that baby is less than three months old. The baby can't even digest that. If I knew where she lived, I would call CPS. Because dead ass, like London on the track needs to jump in. Grab
grab that baby and where go. Where is the daddy? Where, where is the pappy? That's she's mad at him. Where's That's why she at the club. The baby is looking skinny Call with him seeing. The bitch has CBD or like a CBD say. thing in the mix that she blends for this baby. And then the leg is as skinny as my pinky. That's oh my what I'm God. saying. I'm not body shaming the baby. I'm saying for real, like they need to get get the baby out of there. <laughs> I'm so get sick. the baby out of there. Get the, get the fucking baby. I'm sorry. That's Skinny my last rant. And let's Calling be clear. On the track. Let's be clear. I was a five pound baby. My mom dressed me in yes, she dressed me in fucking yeah. doll clothes for a long time, and then bitch, I blew up. Don't ask questions. Something happened in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not shaming a parent with a little baby. <laughs> Bitch, I'm like I'm like a chia like a chia pet. You put me in water, bitch, oh and God, it grows. Not, not the point. But my mom fucking fed me formula. <laughs> God damn it. Like, Did your mom breastfeed you? No, she couldn't. She said it was she I told you she is geriatric, okay? She tried to breastfeed. Not. It didn't work. But my whole point is is Summer Walker is that one celebrity for me that I cannot fucking stand her. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. She, so, because I've never seen her in concert. I really only know her music from the few songs that I hear on the radio. Mm -hmm. So she does concerts and she walks off the stage. Okay, so and, and you, maybe you can tell us. Maybe you, maybe with your social anxiety, you can help us to fuck yes, out. Yes, because I feel I feel it. So I want to see if I can explain. Okay, so Summer Walker claims to have social anxiety. So there have yes. been like several things in the past, like before the pandemic. Like she would get on stage. She's not a performer. First and foremost, mm, she stands okay. there very awkward. Have you ever seen that picture of her at the BET Awards where she's standing really awkward on the red carpet stuck and like people mean <laughs> the fuck out of her? That's just no. like a prime example of what the fuck I mean by like Summer <laughs> Walker just being the fucking worst. Like, I mean, literally. Okay. See, you're trying to be nice. So, okay. I don't have it. So, well, here's the thing. A couple of things. And you kind of said this. If you're an artist, because you can't deny your art, right? So if you have a gift and you need to put your art out there and you your heart is calling you to write music and your heart is calling you to record music and put it out, then, and Leah kind of said this, Put your music out and disappear into the abyss and, you know, get your streams and do your little interviews every now and then. She don't do and, interviews. You know, do some, do some magazine interviews where you don't have to be on camera. Do some, you know, some, some, some easy stuff. So I do get that. But maybe she is trying to combat her social anxiety. And so she, she works herself up to do these shows thinking that she can do it. And then she gets out there and sees all of y'all faces looking at her and the pressure of knowing, oh my God, I have to perform because all these people, they paid to see me perform. I'm going through that myself. I just finished recording my album. My album is coming out very soon. And I'm like, right now in this moment, like I was on calls earlier today, talking to my management team about rehearsing with a band and doing live shows. And it gives me anxiety to think about like, oh my God, I have to perform in front of people. I have to do live shit. I have to dance. I have to sing at the same time. I got to lead my band. Like it's a lot. Candace. So maybe she's thinking, she can do it and then she gets out there and she realizes oh shit I can't do it let me I gotta go okay first of all bitch you're a whole Miss USA so dead that shit secondarily Miss United States okay Miss United States bitch you're a pageant queen yes. look at this awkward yes. ass picture of Summer Walker standing here on the damn BET carpet awards look at this what? yeah okay yeah. so like she's giving mannequin challenge bitch uh, 
penguin spaghetti dry spaghetti yeah she's stiff go look go look it up because if you look up summer walker awkward which is all i topped in it pops straight up so i'm just saying with her she could really choose the ladder of not performing and not having her fans pay this money and and people love her music like people genuinely love her music so she could she's talented like aside from me like not being able to stand what the fuck she got going on i genuinely think she's talented as fuck which is why i really believe that she could go off the map but then it's like you want to be so goddamn social and all over social like there was one point where she said moving forward backstage when she does meet and greets she won't touch her fan like you know like a hug around because she doesn't like it and i'm just like bitch then stop Uh offering it like stop like I just it it was the concert where she acted awkward. It was that, and it was when she walked off stage. She claimed it was sound problems, but she came out late, oh. and she had her fans oh. waiting. Performed like half a song and walked off. Like, girl, you cannot conduct yourself like she that. And bitch, who? Not you. Like, Summer Walker is not for me. And then it was feeding the baby hemp seeds that just yeah. took me out. I don't have no defense for starving your baby because the baby's leg is small. Now, I will say this. <laughs> as someone who is going to embark on a motherhood journey at some point in my life, I have I have a lot of empathy for moms because being a mom is hard. And you really have to be careful about telling moms how to raise their children. Because every mom, well, not every mom, but the majority of moms are doing the best that they can. And they think they're doing the best that they can for their child based on what they know. And if <laughs> Summer believes that feeding her baby grass and cicadas and whatever she's feeding the baby and hemp seeds that's the part that took me and hemp seeds and honey maybe uninformed misinformedly so she thinks that she's doing the best that she can do obviously she thinks she's doing the best she can do because she put the shit on instagram if i was like there's shit that i'm shamed of i'm not putting my shame shit on instagram i'm gonna keep my shame shit in my closet in the in the back room in my journal in my prayer closet i'm not gonna put my shame shit on front street she was holding the baby proudly with that one and then showed us showed us these are the nuts and berries i feed my child like she she's proud of that so right. she just doesn't know any better but i promise you she, she knows now because she took that shit down quick and i promise you somebody is done brought her some some uh formula some gerber food wait why did i formula why did her fans start attacking me because on the shade room they had posted the next day that she was out at a restaurant working with her friends and i commented quick somebody go feed the baby some milk <laughs> Oh, and they was like, you fat bitch. You fat bitch. <laughs> you want to give the baby some of your fat bitch? Oh, my God. I was like, I got a couple pounds I could give the damn baby because apparently I ain't got no weight on it. Stop playing with me, bitch. Oh I'm about to call CPS on you and her for thinking that's okay. Shit. Oh, my God. They were mad, oh bitch. The, the, the walkers, is that what they're called? The summer walker fans? They I... were mad, bitch. I was like, quick, get the baby some formula. Quick, quick, quick. Somebody, the nanny needs to feed the that... baby. They they Yo. put some cereal in that milk, too, bitch. That baby needs it. Stat. The fuck? Some, some rice. Some rice cereal. What's that? That baby needs some cereal, baby. Okay? Stat. Mm, Whole thing. No, I think that if she didn't know before, the internet aunties 
and the shame the shame brigade which we gonna call them Mm -hmm. they have shamed her into getting her baby some Similac if she's not breastfeeding I don't know that she has this but where are the matriarchs to rear her and her new baby like is anyone help maybe she doesn't have help you gotta have help out here you gotta have a mama a grandmama auntie a cousin somebody I just a church mother I believe in Google too you know do you well I think she's been on Google too much smooth Google I, well, I think she's been on Google okay. too much to believe that formula is not healthy and neither is breast milk. What to expect when you're expecting? Well, see, that's the thing. Google will have you cu- caught up too because Google will tell you that A bunch of shit. Bad. Yeah. Yes. You have to be able to discern on the Google. That's why you need an old auntie. Well, you need... An auntie is going to tell you. Well, you have to nah, discern baby. either way because, like, let's be clear. I've heard fucking... And I never heard this shit. I was telling somebody I heard this the other day and they were like, what the fuck? I heard... One of my cousins told me one time, you're not supposed to hold babies while you're on your period, apparently, because it, it makes them, like, upset. Like, it makes them agitated. I never heard that, well, but my cousin said that one time. And, like... See, no, that's that's some old Southern wives tell shit. Right. That's the case, then the baby is upset for the first six weeks of life because the mother is bleeding for the first six weeks the baby is alive. Well, but like, that's my bleed, point. You wear a diaper. Niggas tell time. you all types of shit. So, you know, shit. Sometimes people telling you shit is stupid, too. Well, but that's why you have to take things from different people. So you take what you get from your auntie, from your mama, from the Google, from the what to expect when you're expecting books, and you form your own opinions. That's mm. how you do it. And I think Summer was just, she was using one medium to glean her opinions. Her pea brain, and, and bitch, it, it, it doesn't work. Her, you really do not like this girl. I don't this like this. Girl. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I typically just with what I do, celebrities, like, I'm always here to give people a fair chance. I'm always here yes. to be open to people's stories and hearing their sides. I have nothing for that bitch. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. There's, there's, and, and just to be clear, your disdain for Summer is because she doesn't fulfill her duties to your opinion, in your opinion, as an artist, and she feeds her baby grass. <laughs> yeah, the grass, but the grass That's thing why. was ladder. Like the, the, it just infuriated me more to see that little leg. But no, like <laughs> the little leg. The little leg. But no, oh it's, just, it's just too fucking much. Like, I just feel like, where the fuck is her managers? Where's her A&R? I feel like she has where way too people? many people around her because she makes yep. so much money. Because her albums, yep. her music is super successful. It's really good. Yep. Like, let let mm-hmm. you leave this episode knowing that I think that Summer Walker is a brilliant musician. But that is the only yes. touch of brilliant the bitch got, is the music. Because her head is not there. And it just bothers okay. the absolute shit out of me. But you know what? We gonna move on because we got okay summer. Well, right, summer might need to go get another job because Leah thinks she's not doing her job. No, yet. she can do her job a different way and then not affect her fans and disappoint her fans. Like how how what? uncomfortable would you be, Candace? Real talk. If there was a, a fucking I don't know housewife meet and greet and, and the fan is like, oh my god, Candace, you're my favorite. Don't hug me. We're just gonna smile next to each other and take the picture, <laughs> bitch. They'd be like, I paid all this money <laughs> to meet you, bitch, and you talking about you can't even touch yeah. me. Like fuck. And this is I'm pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Now yes. Now I but I'm the wrong person to ask because my friends used to call me the friendly hoe <laughs> because I was always the one that was like talking to random. people 
people. Like I'll just start, people will walk up to me and just start conversations and I'll talk to them for an hour. And my friends are ready to go and they're like, Kaz, bring your bitch ass, I'll be ready to go with your friendly hoe ass. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be rude. So yeah, I'm going to talk to you. And that's part of my social anxiety as well because it's like, I'm more afraid of ruffling feathers and having contention be brought to the table. So much so that I will keep talking to you after I don't want to talk to you anymore to placate the situation and keep things from getting out of hand. Let's also be clear. That's just me. The first time I ever met you, this was pre-Housewives when we were at Chris's old, where he used to work, his old restaurant. And my homegirl knew you from Howard. I don't know how the hell y'all knew each other, but I just remember her being like, oh, you're Candace. And she was like, yeah. And y'all were talking and like really talking. And I was just like, can they bring me the... um, The deviled eggs, the brisket deviled eggs, so we can go. Like, can you tell your friend Candace to get the shit? Because I'm ready to go. Like, it was like Memorial Day, bitch. I was like, I'm ready to eat barbecue, bitch. And y'all was chatting, bitch. And my friend is the friendly hoe of us. And y'all was kikiing. And I was like, well, damn. Well, it was nice to to meet you, girl. Oh, my God. I had the food in my hand, bitch. I was like, my deviled eggs getting cold. And these bitches want to talk all day. Okay. I cannot. So I I believe that. Well, yes. Everybody approaches social situations differently and summer just needs to go back to the drawing board and figure out how she wants to how she wants to be an artist because if you have these feelings then i'm sure other fans have them as well and it will start to like lauren hill has a really bad reputation of late not even of late for for years she's had a reputation of being late to her shows not doing the whole show and i love lauren hill i would still go see her fully knowing she's probably gonna be late but i have a lot of friends who won't pay to see her in concert anymore because we expect her to be late well but the difference between a lauren hill and a summer walker is lauren hill's a motherfucking legend meanwhile summer walker baby you just got in the game telling your fans you're not gonna hug them and shit so either way this is true you know, she got a song called Girls Need Love and she needs something. So, um, Girls Need Love too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, get you another job, uh, Summer Girl. Speaking <laughs> or, of jobs. Yeah. Speaking of motherfucking jobs, we got to talk about this because I saw this on social media and I have a lot to say about this. So, Dr. Heavenly from Married to Medicine she actually tweeted this and said job 101 work for free or for lesser pay prove yourself to your employer trust me if you're good they will hire you with a top pay in no time then someone tweeted her and said love you Dr. Heavenly but I disagree employers take advantage of people who are good workers and accept lesser pay they try to make them do everything but won't give them more money and she goes on to say not true if you bring money to the business by being a top producer and or you have the skills most do not with a great attitude the employer will pay you more to keep you thoughts before I get on my soapbox god Leah's gearing up so I don't know this can go there's no absolute answer here because I've been in situations where I have worked for free or for a smart trip card smart trip cards are like metro cards who aren't in the DMV they're like metro cards or subway cards for the train for public transportation and in DC that's how a lot of people get around that work around here and that was how I was paid when I started out as a White House intern in the Obama administration interns typically aren't 
paid and we were i was happy that i was getting a travel stipend to go go from pg plaza uh in highestville <laughs> all the way to farragut west or wherever we was, we was going on the red line i had to change trains and everything so it was a lot so i was happy to get that little uh that little bit of stipend and the experience that i had outweighed what i was getting paid but then i was able to parlay that into an extended employment with the white house and then from there i was able to use my skill set to move to the campaign and work as an organizer on the obama campaign so it paid off so in that regard i see what dr heavenly is saying but you know i also feel like you have to use your judgment and have a discerning spirit when you're mm -hmm. talking with employers about what you're negotiating your salary because there are instances where employers will take advantage and they do want to use you for your labor especially in this new era we're living in where people want to raise the minimum wage, $15 and then $20. That right. takes a toll on payroll for employers and they can't hire as many people. So they're looking to nickel and dime you and, and save where they can. And if they can save on labor, because labor is one of the biggest costs, one of the highest percentages of costs in a business, they're going to they're gonna do it. And, and they're going to make you work for it. So I can see both sides. That's right. Okay, so yes, and, and I agree, right? Because I think that, you know, especially in our industry, like hustle gets mm -hmm. you a lot of places. And, you know, for me, like I was working in TV and I started volunteering to help with the morning show of the station I work at now. And so it was a different morning show back then, but I was, you know, giving my talents to producing that and helping them come up with show content. And in turn, that created an opportunity for me to do a segment, which is where Leah's Lemonade was born. So had I not been willing, even as Boom. a full-time employee um, at another you know, media outlet to do that, to yeah. humble myself, I would have never been in the position that I was in. However, yep. with that being said, I also disagree with Dr. Heavenly's point about when you show up and you're the, the you know, the best employee, um, they're going to notice it, you and pay you. Let me be very clear. At, at my news station job, I was completely taken advantage of. They knew that I was straight out of college, so they paid mm. me no money. And mm -hmm. when I went there, I had to work four jobs to pay my bills because DC's expensive. I was working yep. at four jobs. I was working at two radio stations. I couldn't quit the nursing home job that I got out of school just to make ends meet. And I was a full-time producer in Washington, D.C. Make that make fucking sense. Not only mm. that, but they called me to do everything. Anytime we had yeah. any type of big coverage event, elections, um, morning yep. show specials, they called on me to produce that. And while they had people who were making more money than me in higher positions, yep. they did not call on them. They called on me. So while you could say that I was considered a top performer because I could do everything everything in the newsroom I was not paid as such yeah and when the girl who yeah. had taught me all of these skills left I was told that I was going to get her job which would have been an increase in pay an increase in title mm. and literally mm. they never gave it to me I, I waited almost a year and I continuously within that year asked about it and it was like a runaround of like we're working on it we're gonna see and they ended up giving it to a white man who had no experience and who had never done that job so while we could sit up here 
here and sit up here and be like, oh, I took the, you know, I just took the job. And of course, my mentality yeah. was it's a Washington, D.C. producer job. It will pay off to have this on my resume, which it has. Right. At the end of right. the day, I was a top performer. Everyone in there respected me as a producer. Everyone knew that I got my stuff right. All of the people we worked yeah. with, all of our guests knew that. And yet still, I was still hoed because the money that I mm. did not demand when I walked in that bitch was not, mm. oh, you coming in here for breadcrumbs? You gonna stay at breadcrumbs. We have to understand that yeah. when we're employees of somebody, we are fueling somebody yep. else's vision. So anybody yes. below the CEO is not going to really have namesake. That's why I told my boss one time, and I'll never forget this. This was at a point where I was doing TV and radio sh uh, split shift, and I was tired. Mm -hmm. I would wake up in the morning and go into the newsroom at 3 a.m. I would get off at 11, sleep in my car, drive to Baltimore to go do the afternoon show I was on, stay there till 8 because I was producing that, and then get home at 10 because I would have to drive back into the DMV area, the metro DMV area, and go to bed at like 10, 11 o'clock and wake back up at 2 to be at work at 3. I did that for oh almost a God. year. Almost killed myself. And I went to my boss yeah. and I said, let's have a conversation. Let's sit in here yeah. because you guys have promised me this job for a year. I've seen no movement, but I'm still doing the work without the pay. So let's discuss right. my future and what this looks like. And we went yeah. on and they basically just said, like, we don't have anything for you. You need to be more passionate because I got disgruntled after a while. Like I, you know, I yeah. was very honest about how I was doing more than everybody else. Dragged from shift yeah. to shift doing and th this wasn't my job. So, you yep. know, we had the discussion and I said, the reality is, is at the rate I'm going, y'all got me here so early. I feel like I could fall asleep on the wheel and hit a tree like at, at any yeah. point. And that's scary yeah. for me. And this white bitch that I can't stand to oh this day God. said to me, well, what you do outside of work has nothing to do with us. To my response of saying I could fall asleep and crash into a tree driving here at 2 a.m. because I have to work two jobs oh. because you're not paying oh me enough. God. And the bitch told me to this day she can catch these hands. But all that being said is that, again, I don't agree with that. I, I really believe that you have to go into these situations negotiating the most that you can get. And sometimes, depending yeah. on what the industry is, walking away if they're not willing to give that to you because you will slave to fill somebody else's dream. That CEO is living yep. large. Meanwhile, you're making yep. minimum wage, fulfilling their pockets and funding their family vacation. Meanwhile, yep. your ass is struggling, working multiple jobs and doing Uber Eats after work. So I don't agree Child. with that because that right because yeah. because again you know that mentality like the, it, it's shifting because again yes. now you tell motherfuckers who got college degrees you need five years of experience and you're only right. gonna pay 40 grand like right. there's no fucking way like i got a hundred thousand dollars worth of fucking loans ma'am how the fuck you expect yep. me to pay that with that type of pay it's not adding up right. so i think when eat. dr heavenly was coming up you know things were cheaper college was cheaper she got yep. she went you know mm -hmm. all the way to medical school clearly so, mm -hmm. you know, granted, I'm not saying it wasn't expensive, but it was a lot cheaper. Even when you were coming up, like the conversation yeah. of intern interning for free was a discussion because companies yeah. were starting to get sued because you're asking people to do full time yep. work and not pay them. Right. And Without so, yeah. you know, I, I don't agree with that because I've seen yeah. how these employers really don't give a single shit about you. They really they don't. don't give a fuck about yeah. anything about you. If I was to have hit that tree that day, they'd have put my job online and kept sent out right. a company email. Leah was a great yep. producer. Producer, at her time she did this um let us know if you have a referral 
Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Okay. And wouldn't it the even drop description is up on Indeed. I could have crashed yeah. a, crashed into the tree outside the station and they wouldn't have sent my mama a damn call to tell her it was me splitting half right yeah. there. So like, again, yeah. when I see shit like this, it's an older mentality of thinking. But I also think that mm-hmm. like when you're going into these rooms, you got to negotiate your worth up front yeah. because you have to yeah. ideally think that if I never move up in this job, would I be OK yep. with what I'm making? And most of the time yep. it's a hell fucking know yeah that's so. true i think i think that dr heavenly is certainly what she's saying makes sense and i understand what she's saying but i also think that she's speaking of a, a position of she's she's a product of her own environment she's speaking from her experience experience yep. and as a physician she has had a trajectory that was essentially planned out for her you decide you want to go to medical school, you study for the MCAT, you get your grades, you go to med school, you decide what your your concentration is going to be and what your specialty is going to be. You get out, you do decide if you're going to do more school or, you know, go into your residency program, you're in the hospital, you're working, and, and you work your way up from resident to attending to whatever, to surgeon, whatever. Right. And the, but But the path is laid out for you. So as long as you do your part, of you know getting the grades in med school and following the blueprint that has been laid out that's a centuries old blueprint since we've had physicians and doctors you're good you don't have to scrap in the same way you're not forced to get creative in the same ways that you are in entertainment Mm -hmm. in you know other industries yeah. that don't like like law school is another one you go to law school well, well law school is not quite the same because you can yeah. i know a whole lot of lawyers that have three hundred thousand dollars in debt and took the bar and can't get a job at a law firm and they're public defenders right like and don't and they're public defenders and don't have the money to start their own firm and whatever but i i think that for dr heavenly because my parents are physicians so i've seen what it looks like for, you know, someone to say you all you got to do is go to school and get a job. And it's not ever that easy, especially for our generation. When I graduated from college, we were in the middle of the Great Recession. There Mm. were no jobs. There were the opportunities were slim and nil. And it was very difficult for people coming out in my class to obtain substantial jobs. And I mean, I remember looking at my parents and my parents understood, but it was still like, well, you got to figure it out. out. It's like, (laughs) what you going to do? And and that was that was true. But it's still just it's different when your path that you have chosen is more blueprinted for you and more lucrative versus someone and more lucrative for the most part yes versus someone who has chosen to go into entertainment or chosen to go into journalism or communications where it's you out here in these streets you get your degree and you have to create your resume tape and pray that a number 655 market wants you to come to backwoods idaho and report Mm -hmm. the news on the corn that is growing out the ground in the concrete and talk to mabel about where she gets her corn from and work your way up to a top 10 market like and there's no guarantee none you could work your ass off there's no guarantee that you're going to become freddie whitfield that you're going to become robin mead or don lemon there's no guarantee yeah and that's and that's why like again i was bamboozled in my thing because on my on my end it was like i remember i was at the nursing home i'll never forget i called my professor i was like okay they're gonna offer me the job i'm gonna you know you know i'm gonna take it and then uh she was like okay yeah take it like uh, uh, let me look over the contract i said okay okay yeah call back i said 
Um, they want to offer me $35,000. I'm not taking that shit. And she was like, uh, she was like, you in Washington, D.C., though. Like, who yeah. starts out in Washington, D.C.? Like, because mm-hmm. she knows that, and she knew, you know, looking back, that the the opportunity was going to to yield more fruit right. than the pet. And it did. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I can single-handedly say that that season of my life working for breadcrumbs really cultivated me into, the, A, the producer that I am, the way that I conceptualize yeah. content and the way that I see it. And on top of that, the context that I have, most of these interviews I I yeah. have her from people I know. So, yeah. you know, it, it definitely helped me to get to the Leah we see today. So I don't mm-hmm. regret it. There was days I worked it and struggled and went from job to job to job to job to job and worked seven days yeah. a week where I didn't see it. On the other hand, when I do look at Dr. Heavenly saying things like that, I'm like, I wish... I would have fought a little harder for my money. I felt like my hands were tied, but if I had known I was going to work there three years and never not work more than one job until I left, I probably would have walked into there a little differently. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what I said at the beginning of this argument is that there's, there's no one right answer. Right. And right. it's, it really, it does depend on the situation and what you're willing to accept. And it, I think the bottom line, at the end of the day, you have to use your own discernment to mm-hmm. decide weighing the pros and cons. Is it maybe worth it to stay in this position, whether I'm making what I want or not for a year or two to gain the experience and then move on or move up? I, this is what I will say. My daddy always told me this. You don't ever spend your last dollar and y'all never quit your job when you ain't got another, another one job. on the way. Yep, yep. So if you go, if, if, if this is what you need to do, take this little 35K a year so you can find something else, and that's what you have to do. Because I'm not an advocate for unemployment. Child. I'm not an advocate for being on unemployment. Because that Child. shit run out. Okay. Sure. Don't get stuck. Now I ain't Don't gonna lie. On that. I ain't gonna lie. When this pandemic hit and I heard what they were slinging on the side, I was like, "Bitch, y'all wanna <laughs> fire me or no?" I like, bitch, I'm taking no. a little. I'm taking a little dip that. Shit don't it didn't. It's about to be up. So all y'all niggas get your PPP See? loans right, cause they coming for you. Now, don't be, don't be getting them neither. Cause my accountant told me the other day. She said PPP doesn't stand for Paycheck Protection Program. It stands for Preparing for Prison. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of your because cousins. Because a lot now, of y'all. Out here now started sucking dick LLC. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Just, just so that you can say you have a business and apply for a PPP loan. And then you went out here and bought three Birkins. Mm. And you're going to jail. You are going to jail. Or, they are catching the same. Or worst case scenario, it's a PPP loan. Bitch, you got to pay that back. So that Birkin, you got to back. send it right back to where you came from. And it's going to depreciate. Use Exactly. Use the money for what it's being used for or don't get it. And you're taking away the opportunities from a longstanding business that really does need the money. So just mind your business. Because that one dude that was in Miami that bought a Lamborghini <laughs> with his PPP, that nigga is in jail. Wait, oh my God, wait. One last thing, because we about to end this episode. But the story that had me fucking weak as hell that I saw is the Detroit man that won the lottery, won 30K. Oh my God! And, and then... <laughs> what, this nigga hit. Hit. <laughs> this nigga hit. <laughs> $30,000. He hit the lottery hit in Detroit. The, hit, the fucking, hit the fucking lottery. <laughs> Decides the best thing to do with thirty thousand dollars is to buy a twenty thousand dollar chain. Fucking chain. A twenty thousand dollar chain. Wait, the fact that you knew it just took me out. Okay. 
Bonkers. Like, no, I saw that shit, but you, y'all gotta go look this story up because it does. The context cannot be personified <laughs> over the podcast waves. You have to go search this story because you gotta see the convenience store footage of these dudes attacking this man. But like change. he literally. <laughs> And the way that he ran, because he really couldn't run. And clawed he tried to his run back way in the, in the store. The way that they murked his ass in the door <laughs> of the convenience store. Rolling and around. And they deballed that chain. I have not <laughs> laughed. The laugh that I laughed. The scream but that I scrimped. I just want to know what would ever possess. Because if, if I hit 30K, I'm not spending two-thirds okay. of it. Two-thirds no. of it. On a motherfucking mm. chain. And then I'm like, what? A this, chain? What? 20K? Your favorite rappers don't even have 20K chains on, but we're not going to talk about that. What? Uh, they'll make you believe they do. They, okay. Got them uh, Got them Zubik circumstances no, on the chain. You know what it is? When I, so I saw this story and I reposted it and the caption said, this is why we need to do a better job of infusing financial literacy in the black community. For sure. Because Leah, the reason that you know that if you were ever to hit the lottery for 30K, you would not spend any of it right away and you have a plan for it is because somebody along your path pulled on your skirt and said, come on, my child, let me teach you some things about a little coin. Mm -mm. No, you okay? know who pulled on my skirt? The fucking government. The student loans are pulling right the fuck <laughs> on my hem. <laughs> they could touch a hem of my garment, bitch. They're choking me up, okay? They're choking me the fuck up, all right? So you know what? Okay, that's what's pulling on me, bitch. It's on my heart heavy, okay? It's on my spirit, bitch. It lives there rent-free, okay? You know what? On your neck. Bitch, I'm done. Oh We're done. We're done with this episode. This Listen. Is, we have cut up for far too long. Way so too long. Please. Please subscribe to our shenanigans. Follow us on Instagram. That's what we're doing. Pod, yes. P-O-D. We love to see your comments on Instagram. We love when you add us on Twitter. We love when you leave comments under the podcast. Yes. Subscribe. We got a few episodes under our belt, so go back mm -hmm. and listen to those. You can also watch our beautiful faces on YouTube. Just type in so, so that's what we're doing. all the things. Oh, and yes. Candace, I got a shout out, and don't kill me if I say your name wrong, but I think it's Zandile. Zan Zandale, but she is all the way from South Africa, said her friend reposted, uh, so that's what we're doing on a post, and she decided to listen, and she has been obsessed, and I just thought that was so cool that we had somebody in South fucking Africa oh. listening to our DMV Bama asses. Shout out to South Africa and Zend Zendale. Zendial. Zendial. It's like Zan, but Dial. Cousin Z. Yes, Cousin, Cousin Z. Z. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We love you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who listens and supports us because the best is yet to come. The best. Hey, hold on. Come on. Hold yeah. on, Lord. Is it? Come on. To come. Oh, yes. The, the best. best. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do -do -do -do. Oh, yes. Huh. Is it to come? Take it to the bridge. All right. You we, ain't seen uh, <laughs> nothing. Uh, you ain't. Girl, got my titties Leave bouncing to the Lord. <laughs> I got no clothes okay, on. Okay, say. We're done. We, we're best. We're out. We're done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>